In our last episode, everyone attended a barbecue in celebration of Midsummer's Day. The kids got to ride on sheep, and Ichabod performed delightful tricks to a rapt crowd. Much food was cooked, and bellies were filled. While that was going on, the town's leadership decided they'd have to send a team of adventurers to go beg a coven of hags living in the Witchwood for assistance. Waylon, Ichabod, and Day all decided to volunteer for that job. And now they're all ready to set out and the adventure begins in earnest. Welcome, fellow travelers, to the Legends of Chell. I'm Kieran. I am playing uh, Waylon Vera, the human barbarian. My name is David. I'm playing Ichabod Pike. He's a human wizard. My name is Theron, and I am playing Day. She is a human druid. And I am Hazel, and I will be your DM. What now? <laughs> what now? Mm-hmm. So, Day. It's morning, uh, pre-dawn. Okay. The world is slowly brightening. And you're still in bed. When you feel someone shaking you awake... I open my eyes. You look up, and you see a strange man above you. He's old and thin. He's mostly bald with short gray hair around the back and sides, and he has a short gray beard and mustache. The clothes he's wearing were once nice, but are now worn and baggy on his slender frame. Do I know who this is? Nope. I punch him. (laughs) Okay. Roll an attack. Sixteen. You hit. Um, you have you have strength modifier. Yeah, it's minus one. I rolled a seventeen. <laughs> oh, okay. You hit. Um, so a punch deals one damage minus one strength modifier. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it at least surprises him. Yeah. So you hit him, and he staggers back, and he goes. Up, little rabbit. Time to hop. Who are you? Why are you in my room? The graves, the ghosts, the spooks. Um, You must not march for the witch. I'm putting together some stuff that we talked about yesterday, and I'm like, are you mad, Marley? He starts uh, hopping around. I'll, I'll take that for a yes. What, what are you... What? What's happening? Bones, 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 all bones. We're all bones in the end, yes? He stops hopping and points at you. Your bones! No, don't go. No, 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 no. You don't want me to go to the hags? I'm getting up at this point. Like, getting out of bed. Mm-hmm. He hops around some more and is like, Don't go, little rabbit! It seems more like you're the rabbit in this case. You keep hopping. He laughs. And he says, I still see they're here every day. Who? Bones, bones, bones. Um, I shout, Dad! <laughs> uh, Alex comes up and he knocks on the door. He's like, yes? Do you, do you, There's do you- an old man in my room. What? And he he comes in. <laughs> he listens. He goes, "You, Eustace, what are what are what are you doing here?" Do and he calls. Eustace? He calls back. Oh, Omer, can you come here? And uh, Omer shows up. I don't remember which name goes with which of them. I don't either. I think that Alex is dad. Mm. <laughs> so your pa shows up, and he's like. What what's what's Eustace doing here? Why aren't they more worried about this? <laughs> and uh, Alex is like, can can you go get go get Jepster and tell him that his dad's here and come come pick him up? I I just woke up. No, no, not not you, not you, dear. Uh, <laughs> Omer Omer's going to go. Yeah, Omer nods and he hits hits out and. Uh, Mad Marley comes over, and he's like, For you! And he puts a couple of items in your hand. 
Thank you, I guess. What are they? <laughs> so one is like a terracotta statuette. Okay. Uh, it's vaguely humanoid um, and has bunny ears. Okay. Um, it's not very well defined or anything. It's kind of a, a va- vaguely shaped uh, statuette. And okay. the other is this glass eye. Okay. What color is it? <laughs> it is green. Okay. Watch their eyes and hop. I remember to make a note of that. They never expect the hopping. (laughs) I feel so bad for him. Some more around saying, bones, bones, bones. (laughs) Um, Can I try and lead him out to the kitchen so that we can, like, get rid of him and have breakfast if he's hungry or whatever? Sure, you can do that. You can kind of guide him out. Like, in my pajamas holding a glass eye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so you can do that. And, yeah, you're in the kitchen, and uh, you want to try to get him some food or something? Or? I offer him some food, and if he doesn't want it, I just get food for me. <laughs> yeah, he takes a bit of food, and he eats it kind of messily as he's hopping around. Right. And, uh, eventually, Omer comes back with Jebster. Uh-huh. He's like... I'm 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 so I'm so sorry about this. I hear he he just he was just in your room. He what, he gave me present. I think it's okay. It's fine. What, what did what did what did he give you? He gave me this bunny and this glass eye. I I think I've never even seen those before. I think he's trying to help us with the hags. All all right, I guess. I'm I'm sorry that he interrupted you guys. Come on, come on, Dad. Let's 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 hop on home. <laughs> he looks at you guys kind of ashamedly, and he starts hopping a bit. Dad follows him. Um, Day like holds her arms out like that, and then quickly puts them down because <laughs> she's just delighted, but doesn't want him to know. Well, all right. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to do here? I mean. After I'll finish morninging, and I'll make sure to pack those items because he thinks they're important. So why not? They'll okay. be the first things to go if my pack gets too heavy. But might as well take them. <laughs> yeah. So after you eat mm-hmm. and uh, recover from your or early morning disturbance, uh, you're feeling pretty good actually. Uh, you feel like you. It was a rough day yesterday, but you feel like you learned a lot, and this rest really helped out. So, uh, you're level two now. Why don't you tell us about that? Okay. Um, So, I got hit points. Mm. Because you do. How many Um, hit points do you got? I have a total of 20 now. That's pretty much double what I had before. Good. And I got really cool druid stuff. Uh, I can wild shape uh, into creatures that cannot swim or fly that I have seen. And I joined the Circle of the Shepherd, uh, which means that I learned a new language, which is a little weird. I learned how to speak Sylvan. And I learned the Speech of the Woods, which means that I can talk to animals and they'll understand me and I can interpret their noises and motions and stuff. Mm. Uh, And I learned something called Spirit Totem, which lets me create... uh, spirit creature that will give us various benefits in combat. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. You got a lot. Yeah, I got a lot. <laughs> means maybe I can actually throw three giant spiders in a spider swarm at you without killing yourself. I still only have 20 points. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we will move on. Do either of you have a preference as to who goes first? The birthday boy. Waylon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mm, uh, <laughs> you have a scene. You have a scene, right? <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> right. So, it's night. You're asleep. But something's starting to disturb you. It's like it's getting lighter. Is it? Is it morning already? 
So you kind of open your eyes, and there's this weird, like, light glow in the room. What? I look for the source. So you look for the source, and it's coming from under the blankets. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Look under the blankets. So you look under the blankets, and the glowing is coming from you. On your on your chest, there is this glowing symbol of like a stalk of wheat. Uh, what? <laughs> I, I I know I'm a faithful man, but what? The okay. Um, I get up and I don't know. Try to find a mirror or something and, and inspect it closer. Okay. Yeah, you get up and uh, as you get up. Gaiji Zura starts to turn, and she gets up and looks at you, except you realize it's not your wife who is lying there. It is a, it is a human woman. She's beautiful, and she's crying. She rises up from the bed, floating above it, her form slowly shifting, becoming more ethereal, and wreathed in a glowing golden light, much like the light coming from your chest. The light is not pure, however. There are dark black threads, like veins, opaque in her translucent form. They look diseased, wrong, and she's still crying. The tears black and streaming down her face, dripping darkly onto the bed below. We will help each other. Uh, who, who are you? She doesn't answer. Her voice is bright and sweet, but there's a jarring, discordant hum beneath her words, like she's speaking with two voices at once. She continues saying, Together we will be redeemed, or together we will fall. Follow my guidance, and I will follow your light. Uh, okay. I. C- can you maybe explain a little more? I don't... Quite understand what you can see now that the blackness is starting to overtake her. The tears are streaming down her body more rapidly. Her face just becomes completely black from the tears. Only her piercing blue eyes are visible now. The blackness overtakes her golden form, and you can just see the eyes looking at you. Almost pleadingly. Then she blinks, and she's gone. You feel a lurching in your stomach, a panic rising up in you. And you awake, jerking up out of bed and covered in sweat. Morning light is shining through the window. I, I looked down at my chest. Is the, is the mark still there? No, there's no, there's no mark there. Fuck. <laughs> sit there and touch it, like... Now that I'm awake, and I'll take a second to think about it, I'm like, who, who, who was that? And like, can I like try to roll religion or something? Sure, you can roll a, do a religion check. Nope. <laughs> was it a one? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you have no clue who this entity is. You, you've never seen her before. Uh, you might have a vague inkling that she has something to do with Saint Michelle because of the glowing on your chest, but other than that, you you don't really understand what's going on there. Okay, well, he he just sighs deeply, and you know, since the light's coming up, may as well get out of bed and start getting my stuff together. Okay. So you head out, you start gathering up your stuff. Some of the kids have come around and they're kind of playing in another room. And despite this horrible, strange dream, you're kind of realizing that you feel a bit better, a bit stronger than you did yesterday. Uh, More capable of handling this, you think. So you're level two. Why don't you you tell us about that? I gained... uh... Uh, 14 hit points. Um, nice. <laughs> nearly, nearly doubling my, my 15 to 29. 
I can take much more confident swings. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I I think I can handle more than I really can, so I'll, uh, I'll get a little reckless at times and attack recklessly. <laughs> but at the same time, he feels like he can avoid a few more things. He now has danger sense. Um, nice. Do barbarians get their past or whatever it's called? Level three. Third? Okay. And the casters get it that early. <laughs> okay. Ichabod, you do not wake up in the middle of the night. In fact, you sleep quite peacefully. In your early morning sleep, you think you smell the delicious scents of cooking meat and buttery bread. But that's ridiculous. Who would be cooking? You drift off to sleep for a while until you once again are awakened by a smell. This one of something burning. The odor is acrid and sharp, and your sleeping brain is just about to realize what that smell means when you are awoken by something else. A sudden explosion of noise, the loud clattering of metal pans and the sharp cracks of pottery crashing to the ground. Your body lurches up at the loud crash, and you are suddenly awake. You suddenly realize how strong the burning scent is, and you can hear your mom cursing in the next room. <laughs> Alright, I'll uh I'll snatch up my staff and dash in there. Mom, what's happening? So you get into the kitchen and it is a mess. <laughs> and your mom turns around and she's like Oh, I'm just you know, putting out these flames right now. Hold on a minute. <laughs> and she's uh beating out the flames on the stovetop with the cloth. There are shards of pottery strewn across the floor, along with flour and spilled milk. There's a flour-dusted novel sitting on the table, and the air is filled with smoke, and the charred remains of breakfast. Point the staff and put out some of the flames, and uh, do it a few more times to clean up some of the mess. Let me help you, Mom. Thank you. And you can kind of see that she's like, she's got some some tears coming down. She's, I just, I just wanted to, to see you off with a good meal. I was, and, and, and look at this. Everybody, everybody's going hungry, and I've, I've wasted this much food now. All this good flour. Mom, because of what you taught me, because of how you brought me up, we have the best chance at fixing all the stuff that's broken in Bell's Run. I mean, it's not heroic for the three of us to go off. It's heroic for the families to be willing to send us. And so you're one of the real heroes here. I don't know. I... I think, I think you must be the hero. You're, you're the one willing to go, and I just, I, I, I think this was a good idea. I never cook. It, it's fine. I'm, I'm sure together we could put something together for breakfast. We could figure something out. All right, that, let's try. So, you guys. Uh, work at continuing to clean up the kitchen and put together a little something. It's probably not much, but it's it's breakfast. And <laughs> have a nice time. And you're feeling a bit better today. Second level. <laughs> Tell us about that. Well, um... I have been able to apply a lot of the things that I learned while I was in and failed to learn while I was in the constab- constabulary, while I was one of the constables. There you go. So what I've, one of the things was I've added a couple of new spells to my spell book, which I've been working with uh, Professor Morentally, and I just hadn't been able to figure out, I hadn't been able to pull them apart, but now I, I have it in my head much better. And I'm now able to 
provide protection against all sorts of magical creatures. And also, let's see, I've learned a spell that allows me to understand um, spoken and written languages. So I thought that might come in handy as well. The time that I've been working on some of the other effects, I'm now able to evaluate a circumstance and move more quickly than others, taking it in both by my speed of body and my speed of mind. And I can twist my arcane ability to deflect specific attacks against me. Mm. So just another opportunity to uh, dodge and weave from spiders. Mm, excellent. <laughs> All right. So that's the early morning. Mm-hmm. Do any of you want to do anything else before you go to the send-off? No. I did have a question. Do we know where we're going, or that is to say, where the hags are? Are they a half hour's walk, or are they somewhere in the woods? <laughs> uh, you do not know exactly. So there are the witch woods, which are where the giant horde of spiders came from. Um, it's a rather large forest and filled with. All kinds of strange creatures, not just giant spiders. Um, but there is a path into the witch woods known as the witch walk, which you know leads to the hags, but you do not know how far or how long it will take to get to them. I'm assuming uh, this Mad Marley can't provide any more insight into that. You could try. (laughs) (laughs) I look forward to figuring out how watching their eyes and hopping is going to help us. Mm. (laughs) Alright, so the three of you get your gear together and you head out into the center of town to Bell's Grave. Okay. Because that's kind of the central area, kind of uh, town square, town circle. I assume that many of your family members probably follow along. There's not a big group of other people there, but there are a few others. It's mostly just a place for you guys all to meet so that you can go together. Mm -hmm. But one notable person who is there is Esserwin. Okay. And Esther, when she sees you approaching day, and she comes up to you, and she says, Are you sure you want to do this? Yes. All right, then. Uh, We pulled together what resources we could, and we got you these. And she hands you three potions of healing. Nice. I will give two of them to um, Waylon and one to Ichabod because I have healing. Okay. (laughs) And I say, thank you. Uh, That'll help us a lot. (laughs) Glad to help. Good luck with the hags. Be careful. I will. Alright, so your families see you off and you are on your way. So first, you have to walk all the way back through the rest of the town, out past the uh, farms, uh-huh. in order to get to the forest where the witch walk is. The witch walk is a path, but on either side of it, it is not bordered by trees. Uh, it is bordered on either side by a large graveyard. There are lit candles burning in front of in front of stones on the ground. Uh, there are torches mounted to posts along the walk, and they're lit with green, and every now and then there'll be like a flicker of orangey red fire coming up as well. Uh, many of the stones, they just look like normal gray stones, but some are twisted into strange shapes. Uh, one that you particularly note is there's a headstone of a human 
and their face is just racked with agony. And it looks like they're like half transformed into some kind of beast. Mm-hmm. Like a werewolf kind of deal? Or like somebody who's being painfully polymorphed? It's hard to tell. You can, okay. you can roll if you want. Sure. What do you want? What do I want? Arcana, nature. Uh, let's, let's do an arcana. Okay. Uh, oh, I just looked and realized I rolled a three, so it doesn't really matter. Mm. Five. <laughs> yeah, you can't really tell. You can tell that it's a transformation and that they're not enjoying it, but you're not <laughs> sure uh, what exactly it is. Okay. Okay. So, I'm sorry, so like, how big is this graveyard? Because I'm mildly confused. Okay. The graveyard is fairly large. It borders the Wishwalk, and you probably know pretty well that it's... I don't know. Let's say that it goes 50 feet in each direction just at the beginning, and you're not sure how really it goes out into the forest because nobody goes in there. Okay. But how long are along the path? Hmm. For how... There's a... How big is this graveyard? <laughs> is it like an acre, or does it carry on for a mile, or like on either? What is? So right now, I just kind of have you guys at the beginning of the path. Okay. And so you would not know how deep in it goes. Yeah. All right. You know, it's a big graveyard. Cool. So like, are there like trees all throughout it? Is that? Uh. There are the occasional trees throughout the graveyard, but it's, like, the path is a, a, a dirt path, mm-hmm. but the graveyard surrounding it is kind of paved and fenced in along the path. Okay. So you guys are stepping into the graveyard? Yep. I'm not, I'm not stepping first. If nobody else goes, I'll poke Waylon with my staff. <laughs> All right, yeah, Waylon, Waylon will uh, say, all right, well... Gotta start somewhere. Let's go. (laughs) And uh, heads down the path. So you guys start walking down the witch walk. Uh, Can I get perception checks from everybody? 13 for Waylon. 13 for Ichabod. 16 for Day. Show off. I have a good bonus. (laughs) Okay, so Day, as you're walking down this path, (laughs) you take a glance off to your right, and you see... Something rising from the ground. It is this blue kind of ethereal form, and it kind of just floats up and hovers there for a bit. Like a ghost? Does it have a a humanish form? It's humanish, yes. It kind of seems to be shifting about a bit. Like you see it shift up and it looks like its head's kind of in its chest and then like an arm appears up at the top and the head's Funny further ghost. down the head's further down on its body and then like its legs are sticking up in the air and it floats okay. off uh, deeper into the graveyard and I'm the only one who sees that? you're the only one who sees it I think I'll probably keep it under my hat for now because it's very unsettling <laughs> <laughs> How do you guys feel about being in this creepy graveyard? <laughs> well, funny you should ask. Um, the f- first thing I'm going to do is uh, cast Mage Armor on myself, Rogue Megar, and then I'll cast Light on the gem in my staff. And it glows with a soft blue light. I think I'm going to stay close to the other party members, not not dawdle. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are kind of all huddled together, looking around. Just this side of hugging each other. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this it's was a terrible like idea. A three stooges kind of. Thing. <laughs> he's got his he's got a scythe in his hand, like <laughs> yeah, shoulders up, brandishing it. I forgot to ask earlier, are you guys, like, moving at a normal pace, or are you kind of trying to move stealthily and slowly, or what are you guys doing? I I think we're moving normal. I don't think we're a stealth party. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I think that probably we're moving normally, but 
spooked out a little, so maybe yeah. a little slower than normal. <laughs> right. uh, I, it, but I, I think we're also all aware of the timing of the situation. Mm-hmm. That, uh, despite wanting to read every gravestone we pass, <laughs> I just no, no, keep going, keep going. <laughs> so you guys keep walking forward for a while. Uh, I would like another perception check. Good grief. Ten. Ten. Natural one. (laughs) Come on, man. You got an advantage. (laughs) I do. I rolled an eight and a nine. (laughs) It's a gift. Uh, What is your marching order? Just curious. I assume Waylon's in front. Yeah, I'm picturing sort of a triangle with Waylon in front. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. It's a big enough path to walk (laughs) through your breast if you want to do. It's just, yeah. You don't notice it for a while until it drifts up behind you and passes through you, going towards the opposite side of the graveyard. Okay. This time I saw it. (laughs) Feels very... Strange as it passes through you. And I would like everybody to make a wisdom saving throw. Is it, does it look similar to the last one, like with the shifting body it does, parts? Yes. Okay. It's caught. I wish mine was caught. Hey, that's funny. Nice. Talk about cocked. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Waylon has a nat 20. What about Ichabod? 19. 19? 11. I didn't know that until it was a 12 or a 2, so. I'll take the 20. Uh-huh. So, day. <laughs> For a moment, as it comes near, until it passes back into the graveyard, you feel very disturbed and frightened, and you kind of just stop for a moment. But since it's floated away... I'm all right. No, no major effect. No. Okay. So you guys continue on for a couple more hours. Is it that spooky the whole way? Yes. Oh Jesus. no! <laughs> I need to change my robe. <laughs> that weapon is glued to Leland's hand. White knuckle tobacco. And then suddenly. Out of the graveyard, you hear a scream. Okay. And then it is followed by, uh, it sounds like a little girl yelling out, Someone help me! That seems on the up and up. Yeah, does that Waylon seem runs suspicious? Off to to try to help. Oh, Waylon. <laughs> <laughs> it's off to the right, deeper in the graveyard. If you would like to see if it's suspicious or not, you may roll an insight check, I guess, <laughs> on this voice. Casters do that. Barbarian rushes off. Of course. No. I have to. You said insight? Oh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> 18. All right. So... You think it's pretty suspicious, um, and you roll really low. Seven. So it sounds really authentic to you. I'm, I'm going right after and, Waylon. Uh, Waylon's just going, I guess. So. I mean, I'm going with them, but I'm like, guys, can you like not rush into the trap right now? Huh? <laughs> that girl's in danger. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Gotta help them. So you two are, like, rushing through the graveyard, and you're falling behind. Can I get everybody to make uh, deck saves to not trip over all these gravestones? Sure. Wow. Danger sense. I do. Wow. Oh, I add zero to that. Okay. Nineteen. All right. (laughs) Eight. Four. Eight and four. Great. <laughs> my caution pays off. <laughs> it does. I could increase mine to an eight if I wanted to. <laughs> so, uh... Six five. Day, you're falling behind shouting at See? them, and they kind of look back at you and yell back there. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, which of you had the lower? You're kind of 
you you just run smack into a gravestone and you run into Waylon and get caught up in his legs and both of you go down. <laughs> that sounds right. Um, I'm all limbs. <laughs> <laughs> Good but God. It doesn't hinder you too much. You guys get back up and continue on your way. As you guys are getting tri- tripped up, you also do hear uh, the girl cry out, Daddy! Please! Daddy! Oh. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> so you finally make it past the field of graves, and you come into this kind of circular clearing. Oh, that's uh, always good. Who the hell brings their daughter here? <laughs> oh, guys. <laughs> In front of you... We'll help her. ...is a mausoleum. Seems can, can, can I get perception checks from everybody? Seventeen? Fourteen. Uh, Thirteen. Okay, so the two of you notice, uh, Waylon and Ichabod, you notice that there is a doll sitting in front of this mausoleum. And there is a crow pecking at the doll. And it hits it again, and... You hear this doll scream out, Ah! No, no, no! And you guys are kind of focused on this, but you notice that there's a tree over there. Uh-huh. And from the tree are hanging three bodies. But they're not just three bodies. They're your bodies. Why are you doing this? <laughs> what? I think I probably just like legit scream and grab one of them and point at the tree. And I was freaked out by the dog. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, what are you guys doing? I'm going to cast uh, Mage Hand. And snatch up the doll and pull it away from the crow. Hmm. All right. The crow flies off, and your mage hand brings you the talking doll. Um, Just put it down. <laughs> as you as you grab the doll, there is like this roaring, beastly noise, kind of like a lion or some other lion or a quiet dragon or some a quiet some, dragon. No, some, we have to linger in quiet noise. dragon for okay. a minute. <laughs> okay. That's my name in high school. <laughs> For, from where? Where did it... From the doll? From the doll. Oh. From the doll? Yeah. No. Oh, what kind of spells do I have? Hold on. I'll, I'll poke it again where... Where the, the crow was setting off the voice. Okay, you hear... <laughs> I don't like this about myself. I kind of like this doll. <laughs> <laughs> We're not taking don't, that doll with us. Don't you dare poke that thing again. <laughs> you can poke it again. We're just not taking it. <laughs> we just dropped it. <laughs> I am going to use my spirit totem thing. So uh-huh. I'm going to make a spectral unicorn <laughs> appear near us. Um, and that it gives us advantage on uh, ability checks to detect creatures in the area. Uh, and also, if we need to heal, it gives us something good. That's but, um, I, I bring that up, and then I want to look around and see, like, is it the doll? Is there something else doing this? Are those bodies that look like us alive? That kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't know what you want from me, but I'm going to roll a die, and you mm-hmm. tell me. So, it sounds like you're basically doing an investigation check. Okay. Um, without probably getting too close to the bodies or anything. So. A, a perception would be so much better. Okay. <laughs> really? Sure. Okay. Um, 19. Okay. Oh, actually. Sorry. I have advantage. I just said it. 19. Okay. <laughs> so, you have a 19 perception, and you're looking for any creatures around? Any or? creatures around. And... If the creatures in the tree are, like, moving or alive or something. Okay. So, you 
do not see any creatures around. You look around. You do see one of those ghost-like figures in the distance. But other than that, you do not see anything. The bodies hanging from the tree do not appear to be moving. They're just hanging there. Okay. I'm going to give Waylon a long look. (laughs) And poke the doll one more time. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You hear a scream, like the first scream that you heard. Ooh. And then I drop it. I'm done. I'm going to walk over toward the bodies. Okay. Raise up the staff. Shine some light on them. And following in the unicorn is following us. I get I'm next to Ichabod. Maybe I poke it with the, the say. Okay. Just poke poke my body. <laughs> okay, before you do this, I was going to do a thing. Actually. Okay. Okay. So, with your other perception check when you were looking around for creatures, uh-huh. what you did see was the gravestones here are all kind of facing you in this circle. And what you did notice was you saw a name on one of the gravestones that you recognized. Uh, you saw the name of Homer. I saw my dad's name? You did, on one of the gravestones. I look at all the rest of the graves. So you look <laughs> at all the rest of the graves, and you see the names of a lot of people you know. You see Alex's name. You see Sammy's name. You see Gajizura. You see Cooper. Uh... Family members and loved ones of yours, your mom's there, uh, all of the kids and siblings no. are there. They're all written on these gravestones. Oh, so, no. now that I've said that, you can do something with that or you can poke at the bodies. Whatever you feel like. Can we just get out of here? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, if you really want to look at the bodies, we can. I'm very curious. <laughs> I mean, I... I recognize what what the point of this is to crush our spirits and ruin our day, etc. But I'm, I'm just curious about the bodies. Okay. So you guys are the two of you, I think. Uh, actually, not see, you anymore? No, seeing all the bodies, I've just... Not all the names on the gravestones. I'm like, what? No. No, they're alive. <laughs> this is wrong. I left them just a few hours ago. I'll bring I'll bring the mage hand over to give my body a push. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you push your body and it swings back and it swings forward. And the image of you disappears and you can see that it's a scarecrow and it kind of flips around and its head slips out of the noose. And it lands on its feet all floppily. And let's roll for initiative. This is my own fault for saying that they're my favorite low-level creature. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what is your initiative? Uh, 20. All right. Take a back. 15. And day. 7. All right. (laughs) And the Scarecrow rolled a nice, lovely 3. Well, that's a small blessing. I learned that I was using my cantrip wrong, so I can fireball things or produce flame at things every round. I don't have to wait. Oh, that's, that's useful. So, Waylon, you see this dead image of Ichabod disappear and this scarecrow just come down from the tree and stand right in front of him. And clearly it is alive and moving in some fashion. No, that's wrong. Now I'm gonna go uh <laughs> go attack it. I wanna hit it really hard, so we're gonna we're gonna go reckless. Alright. Oh my god, really? Double nines. Um fourteen. Fourteen hits. Oh good. Um twelve damage. Can you describe your crazy safe? Oh, right. Wait Waylon wields a um a scythe that he, he forged himself to fend off the spiders. Um, 
he's had to scare a few off on his own, and the sight just feels better than, than an axe because he's used to wield it to using one of the fields all day. So he, he modified one to make it a little little heavier and to have a have a curve in it. Okay. So you swing your scythe and you cut into this scarecrow. And it cuts through the cloth and you see a few few bits of straw just kind of puff out. But a lot of the straw seems to have really shifted more than being cut. So it doesn't seem like it was maybe quite as effective as you'd hoped. Hmm. Okay, and is that it for your turn? Yep. So, it is now Ichabod's turn. How about a little acid, Scarecrow? I'll wallop it with a, a little bubble of acid. Uh, DC 13 deck save. Uh, 10, so did not make it. 6 acid damage. All right. Is that it? That is it. Straw starts to bubble up a bit of the acid. He makes a nice hissing noise. Hey, your turn. Okay, I am more interested in the ones that are still in the tree. Are those going to come down and attack us as well? They haven't. Do they look like they're going to? They seem to still be stationary and just hanging there. Okay. If I'm confident that they're not going to be trouble, then I'll produce a flame in my hand and throw it at the scarecrow. Okay. I only got a nine. That is a miss. Okay. Your fire flies past it and hits the tree, burning a little singe on it. Mm hmm. Anything else you want to do? I, I make sure that the unicorn is central. So that we're all in its aura, but otherwise. The scarecrow turns to you. To me. After you threw that bit of fire. I thumb my nose at it. <laughs> and it glares at you. I need you to make a DC 11 wisdom saving throw. I rolled a 12. Alright. So, Waylon. Back to me. Back to you. Alright. Um. We're going to just swing at it again. Try to cut this stupid thing in half. Oh my god. Eleven. Eleven just hits. Whew. Nice. Ten damage. Down. Make a bunch. Okay, um, I'll say... Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. And spit out a spray of acid, or spray, spray of poison into its face. It's a constitution save. DC 13. It makes it. Spits at your poison. <laughs> I get that a lot. Okay, Dave. I threw more fire because mm-hmm. it seems upset, which is good. I think I rolled the same. Yeah, 11 again. Uh, it was not 11 last time. I think it was 9. It was 9? Okay, 11, 11 just hits. Great! So, fire hits it for 1 damage. 1 damage? Take that. Is it wearing a hat? It is. If it's wearing a hat, I'd like it to have hit its hat. Okay, it, it hits its hat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, just kind of burns off the, the top of it. Like a tonsure? Yeah. <laughs> cool. And now it is its turn. And it's going to attack Balin with a couple of weird claws that it has on the end of its arms. Fourteen. Miss. Going to try again and another fourteen, so it misses again. Ha ha! Takes a couple of swipes at you, but it just can't can't seem to get at you guys. And it is your turn, Waylon. All right, we seem to be uh, pretty lucky lately. So let's do it again. Reckless. Um, eighteen. Eighteen hits. Ten damage. Mm-hmm. Okay, this thing looks looks pretty weak right now. It's all beat up. It's got slits all in its cloth covering and straws leaking out all over the place. And it looks a lot flimsier than it was before. Uh, it's had it's on fire. Mm-hmm. Too. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try to hit it again with the poison spray. Yeah, no yeah, yeah. All right. Um, DC thirteen con save. 
Natural one. Nice. So that's five poison damage. Would you like to describe how you kill this scary scarecrow? <sighs> yeah. Um, as it's bearing down on Wayland to rip into him with uh, both of its claws, its mouth yawns open, mm. and I spit the poison directly down its throat. <laughs> <laughs> Bubbles up and starts consuming the straw, and you can just see it as it slowly collapses, and you can see a little bit of the acid coming out of the bottom with the straw as it collapses to the ground. Do the ones in the tree still look like me and Waylon? They do. Should I touch it? I mean, we'll probably have to fight it if you touch it. (laughs) But I'm not too happy about leaving those there. Um, Is it like they really do, right? It's 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 an illusion that something has put there. It's not just the spooky graveyard playing with our heads. What do you what do you mean? I mean, they really do look like us. We're not just afraid. <laughs> yes, they they really do look like you guys. I think we should probably just leave them. <laughs> I look at where the mausoleum should. Should we look there? I mean... I mean, we came over here because you guys thought that that fucking doll was a person. So I think that we're okay to go back to the path now. I guess. Okay. Fine. And we can we can ignore that all of these graves have our family members' names on them and just keep going. (laughs) Whatever you say. Legends of Chell is an Orc Zone production, made possible entirely due to the support of our wonderful patrons. To join and get access to fun bonus content, head to patreon.com slash orczone. For more info on the players, the characters, and the music from the show, go to orczone.com slash chell. That's C-H-E-L.